You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Sports bettors, are you ready? Download the PointsBet app now and use our promo code BetQLDaily to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. When you bet with PointsBet, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with code BetQLDaily to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So, are you ready? Uh, Preston, are we looking to the NBA or Major League Baseball to start things off? Let me ask you a question. You had mentioned sure. earlier on the show, talking NBA, you said maybe a buy low spot, not necessarily buy low, but like a must win spot, I believe were your words for the Lakers <laughs> in their current situation and now playing a Raptors team that hasn't necessarily been playing great. Uh, Lakers are getting two points. Let me let you know since that discussion, Kyle Lowry's already been out missing time. Oh, Fred Van Vliet is now out. And Rodney Hood is also out. So, and they're on a back-to-back after they just beat Washington. Came back right. down big in the fourth quarter. Uh, a lot of Bembry and Gary Trent Jr. And uh, Lakers are pick. Some books went to minus one. But I am curious if you like them now without Van Vliet and Pal on top of the fact that, or I should say Hood, excuse me. No, Pal, obviously he was traded. Uh, on top of the fact that Lowry's out too. So anyway, you can give the Lakers a pick now with you know the whole backboard out for, for Toronto. Yeah, I would take the Lakers there. I would. Um, is that what jump-started the, the total move, do you think? Because it, there was a five-point move in an hour when we were doing this show today. Yeah. From 215 and a half. Is it still 210? No, it's down to 208 now. So I, the, the news wow. on Van Vliet moved it even lower, which I was saying 210 is probably not worth chasing. It turns out if you were ahead of the Van Vliet news, it would have been. Uh, but at this point, man, it's it's – I, so I was trying to rerun some projections of mine with the uh, updates. I didn't get it quite done uh, during that last break. So I can't tell you for sure where my total is, but it's going to be a few points lower than pre-Van Vliet news. My guess is I still have this a little higher than 208, though. So if anything, now I would try to be buying the 208, 208 and a half up, but it's not enough for a bet. But it's an interesting game. And by the way, since we talked before, Fournier now out for Boston. That's moved up to two. On the Sixers side, and no update though from the Pacers or Pelicans in those games. But obviously, we'll hear stuff all day. The NBA is just kind of crazy right now. It's a full time job just betting the NBA right now. Yeah, no, it really is. So, by the way, I should get to my best bet. I know I was kind of going on some sort of tangent. You're fine. I wanted to get the info out, and then I was curious if you like the Lakers at essentially a pick now. Um, I'm sticking with baseball. I'm fading Luke Weaver. I, I think he's one of the more intriguing. Uh, let's wait and see seasons really of any baseball arm with, you know, if you're nerdy enough, like who, who cares about Luke Weaver for most people. But I, I think there's value at minus 120, 121 on the Rocky side. 
And so I'm going to stick with that. That was uh, the biggest edge that I saw uh, on the baseball card. And that'll be my, my best bet today. Not not enough of an edge on the Milwaukee Bucks, right? At this six and a half number? That was the closest NBA of the ones that didn't have a ton of question marks on personnel. Yeah, six and six and a half. And I think it's mostly six and a half now. The total moved up quite a bit too. Uh, but I, I'm pretty bullish Milwaukee as a whole. So uh, I don't know if you were leaning that direction too for your game. But I, I, if look, I think six and a half is like a, a very, very slight long term. I think you're going to turn a, a profit. Six, okay. uh, it's it's definitely a profitable bet. So that's the difference really is is that half point. But uh, it, it's close for sure at six and a half. Okay. Uh, I'm sticking with Major League Baseball. One that starts okay. in about a half hour and then one late tonight. And Jason kind of convinced me. I was I was on the edge. I was thinking, do I take the Detroit Tigers as a dog? Uh, currently plus 133 on the money line. Like, yeah, they're great against lefties, but it's still Detroit. And he kind of convinced me. So I, I think that's nice. that's nice. worth it. So if for the live audience listening live on the Odyssey app or watching us on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, uh, Detroit, that thing starts about noon central time. And then later tonight, I will be betting the White Sox at the Seattle Mariners. Sox going against the lefty. They have their ace on the bump. Uh, I don't know if you saw that first game against the Angels, and Giolito looked great. He's good. He's probably yeah. going to be a, a Cy Young contender as long as he could stay healthy this season. Uh, the Sox continue to dominate lefties, uh, even though they are dealing with a lot of injuries in that lineup. So uh, curious to see how how April continues to roll for the White Sox. Just missing Aloy and Tim Anderson is is hobbled as well, but uh, they. They have a chance to feast against James Paxton, even though it is a step up in class from what they saw last night. I would be laying the price on the money line with the White Sox. So go with Detroit and uh, the Chicago White Sox and playing a couple of teams in the AL Central. Uh, Jake Hassan, our board operator, downtown Chicago, big baseball guy. Jake, what are you thinking in Major League Baseball? I'm also sticking with the Tigers, but I'm looking at Casey Mises, uh, four and a half strikeouts over. No Donaldson, no Arias. So I think the Twins are going to be using some replacement guys. Uh, four and a half, I think mm. for and Jason convinced me on that too, saying that Casey Mees is uh up and coming ace. So I like that. I like the okay. White Sox team over a four, and for all the reasons you just mentioned, Joe, they just absolutely crush lefties. Uh, team over a four is way too low. And lastly, Tyler Glasnow over six and a half strikeouts. The Red Sox stink. Glasnow aver- averages eleven strikeouts per nine against them, and that's without his new slider. So I'm on Glasnow over six and a half strikeouts against the Red Sox. All right. Very good, Jake. Uh, I was thinking about that. Glasnow's a guy that uh, he went over on a regular basis all of last season, but uh, I know some people were frustrated. He had a one-hitter going against Miami in his first start, and they pulled him after 77 pitches. Seems to be a theme with some guys uh, getting yanked early this year. So I haven't gone crazy in the strikeout prop market because I'm not really sure how uh, how long the leash is with some of these starting pitchers. Big difference yeah, I will also jump in on the Tigers with you. You're go- oh man, oh, wow! Everybody's betting the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> this one, see, I was I was monitoring the line throughout the show. It got as low as plus one eighteen at, at one book, and now it's back up to in the one thirty. So I saw that when we were talking about it, and I wanted to pull the trigger. I think Hap's overvalued. Okay, yeah, I'd agree with that. Eli Wait. was just saying about 30 minutes ago how he's going to take a break from betting for about a week. <laughs> I texted him during the break. I'm like, do, do you have anything that you want to give out on the show? It's like, no, not today. 
I'm not betting anything. Yeah, I mean, it's a very small <laughs> pool. Don't get me wrong. It's not like anything I would normally bet. But, you know, might as well have some fun. Hey, they're starting 115 Eastern, 1215 Central. Why not? Have a little action this afternoon. Are you okay with the, the college basketball season coming oh, yeah. to a close last night? I'm I'm thrilled. <laughs> I oh, am. Really? It's, it's been a great tournament. It's been a, it's been a fun tournament. It's been a fun season betting wise and prep from a profit standpoint. But yeah, man, I am, uh, I am, I'm happy. It's good to have a break. Going to sleep, going to sleep, going to, going to have a life, going to not have to watch college basketball every night. So as much as I love it, it's, it's definitely nice to, uh, to have the off season, uh, get prepped for tomorrow. Cause I want to do a segment on 2022 futures. Ooh, I'm game. I know Ross is okay. uh, going to have a lot of fun with that for sure. Well, good thing he's not here tomorrow. He's <laughs> not? It's Wednesday. What day is oh, it? Oh, wow. Your days are tomorrow is Thursday. Yikes. <laughs> really thought it was uh, almost the end of the week there. Thank you, Eli. Uh, Preston, with this, because this is the last time you're in for the week, I want to ask you this uh, before we close shop here. Uh, how early will you start to take a look at college basketball futures for next year? It is wild if you take a gander at the transfer portal right now. So it's yeah. tough to figure out which players are coming back. You know, we've, I'm sure we'll have some announcements coming up this week from some of the top teams. But uh, when do you do the majority of your work there? It's you, it's dependent on, on certain things. I mean, if you have a good inkling on a transfer or you just wait and hear the news and then hurry and just be on top of it. And you can try to catch whatever the slowest moving book is on a futures bet. Uh, well, like you said, it's a good example, you know, like Smith and Hill potential NBA guys that were out with injury this year. And then UCLA makes that run anyway, despite them being out. And then Juzang in a stack draft may not have gone pro this year, but now he might because he just went on this huge run, but the UCLA has uh, a commit. Uh, what's his name? Peyton Watson, I believe is his name. He's a top 10 guy. Uh, from 24-7's recruiting um, rankings. I, like they could, you say it might be a team that got hot late, but also is going to be really good again next year, depending on who goes. But it's hard to bet if you don't know who's actually going to be leaving to go to the NBA or not. They could have three guys potentially declaring for the NBA. Gonzaga's another one. They have two of the top six guys. I think one for sure, uh, Hunter, I wrote these ones down. Hunter Salas, number six recruit, definitely going to Gonzaga, already committed. And Chet Holmgren is the number one recruit in the country. Uh, 24-7 has him as, you know, Gonzaga being most likely to choose, but he hasn't committed officially. So he, there's a few teams in the mix for him. But, I mean, there's a lot going on. Transfers, who's going to the NBA or not, and then the actual recruiting class isn't 100% shirt up. So it's tough to fire anything quite yet. But once things are a little more uh, concrete, then you can. Uh, so we're doing some guessing right now, and people are just are throwing out their different rankings for next season. Uh, Gary mm -hmm. Parrish at CBS Sports, he tweeted out his uh, early rankings, UCLA number one. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. So he just, I think he assumes they're all coming back. Yeah. And then they have the the Peyton guy that is a top 10 recruit. I mean, yeah, it's possible. I think Juzang's probably going to go now, to be completely honest. But yeah, I'd love for him to come back. I mean, you know, I'm a Bruins fan. So this would be awesome. Number one seems a little... Uh, optimistic Preston to be to be fair he loves Cronin so take that for what it's worth is that yeah, he's Eli. a Cronin guy no matter what okay yeah fair I have enough. a quick I have a quick question for Preston in terms yeah, of the way you you look at betting overall and UCLA having some luck obviously great final four performance that is that was not luck their shooting performance on uh 
on Saturday. But some luck again in the Alabama game. Coming back against Michigan State in the second half, just a, I mean, a pretty good defensive performance in the second half, final, final 25-2. And the Michigan game with those missed free throws, missed threes. When you look at like a team, like even if they bring all that talent back, like taking a step back just in terms of the variance of the tournament, does does that mean anything for for you when you look at a team like UCLA? It definitely does. That's why when, when he said that he had him number one, I it's definitely <laughs> optimistic. And I don't know if I have any friends actually listening or not, but I mean, maybe they're top 10, but yeah, for sure. Can't say they're like a clear cut number one because of that. And this uh, Peyton Watson guy, uh, he's from Long Beach, I believe. He's local. If he ends up being you know, a, a future NBA guy in two seasons and you add him to the mix, uh, maybe their offense is a little more consistent, which Juzang, they relied heavily on Juzang just kind of going off like crazy, right? Um, but defensively, yeah, like they had some outlier games like Alabama and Michigan specifically where they probably aren't even in, you know, the Sweet 16 Elite Eight or the Final Four if it wasn't for those. So, um yeah, you have to account for it all, and you still have to account for the regular season, which, you know, they weren't that elite during the regular season either. Dealing with injuries, again, if Hill and Smith are back too, there is a ceiling that's pretty high, but not number one high. Eli, you're never going to get Alabama 80-1 to 1 again. Never. Tears. <laughs> all tears. It's, <laughs> it's all over. It's all, it's all over. Got that crazy number. Uh, check out the podcast at BetQL Daily. Make sure you are subscribed and you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Preston, uh, it was fun. Talk to you again next week. Likewise. Sounds good. Take care. Keep it locked on the BetQL Audio Network.